0: Hey, everybody. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing is... pretty well. Am I part of everyone? Yes, you are, Samuel. How are you doing today? Pretty great. Yeah, thank you. Hi, it's <laughs> Jet. All right, then. <laughs> uh, welcome to, I guess, the first official or second?
1: I think second.
0: It's the second Trekyards
1: podcast, I guess. It's the podcast.
0: First... But the first official one, I think.
1: The first official, not anniversary podcast. 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 Welcome to the podcast where we just ch- chat
0: about stuff and things and be us so we're Um, going to call it we're off duty let's say how do you like that no one's in uniform
1: no one's in uniform oh get out of my uniform the set is still the same but yeah just more chillax and this week well we both saw a film and we both want to talk about it um so what are we talking about today stuart
0: we're talking about a little man named marvin marvin the martian i mean just the martian
1: matt damon the martian
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: First colonizer of Mars, Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> that took what a minute and a half to get. Into that. Well, yeah. So this is a this is a film released very recently, like two or so weeks ago, and I went and saw it on well three days ago, and you saw it a week ago. I
0: saw it. I saw it uh, the Thursday before it uh, Opened. It was opening on Friday. We got an early screening on the Thursday.
1: Yeah, it's been out fifteen days. Well, <laughs> as when we record this, fifteen days. <laughs> yes. So you saw it pre. Oh. Hmm. Uh
0: Um, and I gotta say, I gotta ask you a question. Did you see it in awesome three D?
1: I actually did. Yeah. Um, it's funny because Andrew Probert, who we all know, legendary track designer of the. That. Yeah. He uh he put on Facebook how he went and saw it and he really liked it and three D was worth the trip so dad who you know, treated us to go see it was like 3D, and we are like, okay. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was definitely one of those things, which we don't tend to do 3D unless there's a specific reason. or it's one, like Most films don't warrant it, but when they do, they really do sort of thing.
0: Yeah, the only ones I see in theater generally are like sci-fi, something that needs a big screen. I don't see dramas and all that yeah. spy thrillers and stuff on a big yeah. screen. I just wait for those. But most of the stuff I see on a big screen need 3D, but not yeah. this 3D. This is the blue and red 3D. It's old school.
1: Yeah, I saw Gravity in 3D, and it was pretty impressive. I did, too. That I saw was... that in IMAX,
0: actually, with the bigger Ooh, screen. Watches.
1: That must have been...
0: It was intense. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Anyway, The Martian, yes, yeah, so both were in 3D. Um, so, first of all, what did you think, overall?
0: I was blown away.
1: I hadn't read the book
0: before, but I went with a no. bunch of my buddies that had read the book. <laughs> and the book, of course, is by Andy Weir. Okay. Um, so, mm. they... And they were very impressed with it they said okay. there's very little that's the book and the movie are pretty much on par there's very little that's not in the movie that was in the book there's a few little technical things but yeah usually it's the total opposite the movies like yeah. goes off on a tangent sometimes so
1: or focuses on the wrong detail and just spins that off into its own yeah absolutely but i, I think really scott must have loved the material because you can you can sense real appreciation and affection for whatever's happening you know the the money's clearly gone in, the time's clearly gone in, yeah. and it's a pretty enjoyable film. Um,
0: what I really appreciate, though, is the realism of it, like the yeah. fact that the technology they used—we could, we should be there technically, I think—but mm-hmm. um, because of all the politics and all that and money, it just we're not there yet. And I think that's what I really—that's uh, what I really enjoyed about it. And the mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think the 3D really did it credit. Mm-hmm. because the the Martian vistas in 3D were amazing. Yeah. And there were a few st- moments that were just kind of not in your face 3D, but very subtle. Also
1: it, it's probably worth saying we won't do spoilers until we say do spoilers because that's probably worth saying.
0: Yes, we should probably uh, yeah, we should maybe put a little spoilers on the screen, no? Yes
1: yeah, so we'll say when we get to spoilers when we do story stuff. But yeah, I was I was impressed by 3D. It was 3D for me is always one of those things where it just adds something. You forget it's there at some point, but I, I like every every 20 or so minutes to take the glasses off and just re, readjust that it's 2D, and then I can enjoy 3D again. And it just gives you that real window feeling. And this was was filmed in 3D, I believe. And, yeah, it, it, it just felt real. And that added to the realism of the fact, you know, it feels like a realistic scenario. It doesn't push any boundaries very far in terms of unbelievable science or unbelievable anything barred the occasional whatever that has to do for story purposes, but it was very close to home, and 3D just gave it that extra realism that really, you know, I, I that could have been a documentary.
0: Exactly, and yeah. a lot of people, I've been reading that a lot of people think it's real. That <laughs> it was based on a real story. Based on a real. Um, I don't understand that personally. Nice. And I like, it would be it's wishful thinking. That'd be awesome if we could get to Mars with uh, people, on, I don't
1: know, I don't know. Based it's... on a true story with Matt Damon. Yes. Before born, seen... he was Martian.
0: <laughs> and I've seen a meme that said we've sp- America spent a lot of money rescuing Matt Damon. Yes. Saving Private Ryan, Interstellar, The Martian.
1: Matt Damon, what's wrong with you? Yeah, so I have got to ask. A lot of these films. I mean, for Interstellar, I went in knowing absolutely nothing about it. I'd seen the first trailer, which didn't give anything away. Didn't even know any the cast, bar the obvious, you know, the main guy. So, w- what did you go into The Martian knowing or not knowing? <clears throat>
0: I went in knowing that, A, it was based on a book. The yep. book was really good, and mm-hmm. all my sci-fi and real, and real space fanatic friends lo- loved it. Okay. And I've always been a fan of Matt Damon, so I went in mm. expecting a, a damn good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know exactly how re- like realistic it would be or what time, what time period it was set in. I knew it was mm. relatively close to our...
1: But I don't think they even give a date specifically. They don't know which i was impressed by it's like it added to the extra
0: it could it could be a decade from now and that would could be five be years yeah. Yeah, it's yeah interesting so yeah i didn't go in with i went in with a high expectation for a good film because it's ridley scott it's matt damon it's sci-fi but yeah sci- sci, almost space realism too it's not mm-hmm. necessarily science fiction and so i was i was very very happy at the end result yeah, I, I, I kind of regret not reading the book first. I would have liked to. I still got to get around to that.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to now go back and listen to the book anyway, because audio books. Um, and then I can obviously now visualize it based on the movie, which is good. Yeah, I, w- I went in knowing he was lost on Mars. <laughs> and that's the way I wanted to do it, because you know all the trailers you don't want the imagery to spoil what's going on. So I, I didn't even watch a trailer, I think. i just seen a TV spot that was like 15 seconds and it was like, oh, hey, Matt Damon. Oh, you lost. Okay. Which I, I liked, because very few times now you can go into a film not even knowing almost anything. But this, I think, was one of the very, very few films ever, of this type anyway, where... So, films a narrative, the goodies win. That's what happens, right? And you know anyone... You know, if, if Matt Damon's in another film born, say, he's not going to die at the end of it. You know he's not. He's you know, he's the main character, even at the end of the trilogy. Spoiler. um So this is one of the few films you know he's going to escape obviously because they're not going to do that they're not going to kill him off but it doesn't matter because it's everything in between that you're enjoying mm-hmm. so it's not about the destination it's not even about like it's just a oh this is a this is a really enjoyable cool film there's no like oh i knew i was going oh i saw this coming oh that was it was just no that was a really fun ride and it was worth seeing it there's no wow that's the so
0: are you are you quoting harry kim there from voyager
1: it's not the destination
0: it's the journey
1: <laughs> to the journey that's, a, that's not that's a different podcast but yeah yeah that's that's why i felt it was i was just i i was really in the moment with this film just mm-hmm. really wrapped up in everything that was happening i wasn't having to overthink it i wasn't having to push forward i was just in it which was really enjoyable
0: mm-hmm. uh well the 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 thing that it really I liked about it was the isolation factor, because mm. I, I don't know about you, but if I'm alone for like a day or two,
1: I usually go crazy. I well, mean, I, I lived like... alone for a, for a year, apart from talking to you, so I was... <laughs>
0: oh, I'm always there, you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but
0: yeah, so the fact that he was there for, I forget the total number of days that it 500-ish? was. 500-ish?
1: But... Meant to be 800, and I well... Things happened.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just imagining a year by yourself, like with absolutely
1: no other human interaction, yeah. except for disco music, that would drive me insane. Although that said, given the technology, you should probably had like two hundred, three hundred tracks. You know, in my it, in my head, it was like, oh, they only had eleven or thirteen, but they probably had a lot of tracks.
0: Yeah, they never really clarified that. That'd be good to know if it was like just one album. I would kind of. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I, I, why what, what came away though thinking for the film? It's actually, it feels like an ensemble film, even though it's primarily one dude, because you've got all the parts of Matt Damon where he plays everything so pitch perfect, and then you've got everyone else with this, you know, well, the ship and everyone else. You've got this larger cast all doing a good job, and you have these very busy scenes these very small scenes with Matt Damon, but it's, the whole thing together feels like an ensemble piece, which is a hell of an impressive thing. When the premise is that one man lost you know it didn't just feel like Madame was a lead the whole film was a, uh, a group piece
0: mm. yeah and i thought there would be a lot less of everyone else to mm. be honest going into it i didn't know exactly what to expect that way whether it was just all just him yeah. like, and just from his perspective you know talking to them maybe on the monitor that but i think did, would have been repetitive
1: because was... you can't just keep one manning it <laughs>
0: Well, I agree. I agree, but I didn't know what to expect going into it. Yeah, um, that kind of goes back to what you asked me earlier, because um, it would have been kind of neat to almost see it from that point of view in a way, to not see the Earth side of it, to see what they were doing, but to not know, to be on Mars and not know yeah. if they're coming or when they're coming.
1: I I think we got just enough though, because that would have been more of a horror film, like a you know, really alone. This is more of a a, a science fiction film, like as an overall piece. Yeah, I I think we got just enough of everything, although I think the ship was underserved a bit given how they built the sets and they obviously did a very CG, you know, nice CG model thing of the the ship. A little bit underused, but I think everything was roughly in the right proportion proportion.
0: Yeah. Uh, and speaking of the ship. Yes. Very, very cool design.
1: Yeah, I have a picture of it right here.
0: Yeah. Um and it actually had a few of the good three D moments, uh where it mm. was kind of coming towards the camera and it was mm-hmm. like like that's that's the stuff that I enjoy. So,
1: yeah, it's now all all these sort of very real yet futuristic ship designs are always rotating sphere, rotating a wheel of some sort, and then you know um, solar panels. And you can't really get away from that. But this was interesting. This was a, this was a really fun take on it. With 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 you know it was very um, scarce, and obviously you guys can just Google a picture of the ship. Um, it, it's very bare bones. Feels very real. I would have thought it would take a hell of a long time to build, but my favourite part of it, absolutely, was the wheel, where they got only only four pods of gravity, and you actually have to go in one way, and then you back back out into it, and you sort of jump down, and you get on, that was brilliant, yeah. very smooth, and I like that, it's just got these four nice rotating pods, because the whole thing, that's that feels very real to me, like, we haven't got gravity except these very dedicated, very specific gravity zones, which I liked.
0: Yeah. And also, that rotating part where they had the gravity was really cool. The way they had the windows, because you got some really cool shots. you see the earth yeah. go by or the stars, and they kept rotating. So, very cool visuals in this movie. If for nothing else, just the visuals themselves were amazing.
1: But they weren't, you know, for the sake of it or blow you away. Yeah. They were just like, this is what would have happened. in that, you've got the beauty. Seeing it, you know, rotate around the earth was like, ooh. That's...
0: Yeah, they just enhanced the story. They didn't. They didn't try to use the visuals to, you know, tell the story around the visuals, which
1: is what I hate. Which pulls us into something that I loved. It's such a real-feeling film, we said earlier, because, you know, they filmed a lot of the exterior stuff in reddish, well, not red, but, you know, brownish deserts, and they color-corrected, all that jazz, and they, you know, all these mountains, most of them are real. You know, he went and walked, and, you know, they drove the... a lot of it's real shots, and then they filmed a lot of it in green screen, but again, a lot of the set was real even on the green screen, so it was real, but with extension, and you get that real feel, um, and it's that beautiful blend, where it's not doing it for effect, it's just doing it to make the world as good as it can be, and that really came across.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, It's hard to actually tell which shots were genuine desert, and which ones were that they we're CGI for the Martian landscape, because, where am I going with this? Well, I've,
1: I've, seen some, I've seen some shots, some CG breakdowns, and it is a case of most of the longest shots are flybys of you know, helicopters and ages, CG, and other mountain ranges beyond, and then craters in the shots of most of them.
0: Mm. Well, I haven't seen a making of this yet. That, that would be really interesting, actually.
1: So what do you think of the story, and how it was done?
0: uh it was interesting how the catalyst for them getting off the planet was kind of made sense for mars but at the same time i've heard since then that there's not wind storms quite that bad that would do that on mars so i don't but know all you
1: needed was that one awful one that one in a 100 years because he didn't get one that bad again so i mean it was just a bad timing
0: that is true but it, um, it's
1: amazing that, that NASA, you know, you can launch a mission that takes four years to build and to send off and train them, and then it's just one storm, and they got to get home. That seems like such a wouldn't you, I, I would certainly build in the ability to reland because my God, if you had to waste ten bajillion dollars because of one sandstorm <laughs> that you that you can't control, I mean that seems.
0: Yeah, yeah, we need we need better technology as far as that goes because that's one of the main problems with all the launches we've had over the years for the space yeah. shuttle and stuff. So I'll throw away technology basically for the rockets, which we need to develop. But
1: Speaking of, how will that spaceship land? Just like the Phoenix, how does it land? It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I like the story. I thought it was it, it hit all the right beats. It was kind of emotional in its own, in its own way. I really did you know Feel the vibe, feel the sadness, you know, and the, and the happiness, and the build up, all different points, you know, because you really got into the characters. And even though you could say Matt Damon just Matt Damon, he was so funny, and he was so energetic, and he, you know, so, and other characters also funny. Like all the, they they just did the right vibes. It was very good storytelling and simple, obviously, but it was the simple problems that needed clever solutions. But the solutions themselves weren't complicated; they were just clever.
0: It's Just like Apollo thirteen, though all the well, yeah. things that they yeah. had to fix on the fly
1: yeah. and they had to develop those fixes down
0: here on earth like with what they had available up there
1: yeah, well I, I compared this as soon as i went out of the cinema to apollo 13. like this is our generate well my generation's apollo 13 as it were and i think i want to go back and see that film because you see smaller budget and very little cgi in comparison this one is, is you know, that was to, to the moon this is the apollo 13 of mars and mm-hmm. you have a bigger scope because you can so next apollo 13 version will be the sun or do we only have that with uh... We can only land on that
0: at night, don't you know? <laughs> anyway, uh, no, that kind of makes me wonder, though, what about what is NASA's policy if this was actually sending someone to another planet? What would their policy be on that on leaving the, an actual body behind? And the odd chance that he might still be alive? They would you would think they would consider that. I know I know it was I know the situation warranted they get the hell out of there as fast as they could and yeah. they couldn't go back for his body but you got to wonder cuz you know people can survive things like that
1: they well, need only to have a backup then, plan Oh, yes <laughs> I think though a lot of this film was was brought about because of the media because it's not just what makes sense it's not just what's financially viable it's the people will hate and and hate on you and get this massive uproar and you can never do anything again if you don't go save them. I thought that was interesting, or at least try. Because how much money did they spend to save one man? But they'd have to. But that seems strange, because it's like, they could have paid, you know, imagine if you said, right, okay, we can buy the next mission or save one man. The next mission can go to Jupiter, and it's like, well, it's like the needs of many outweigh the needs of the few. This was the need of the one outweighs anything else which is good from a human standpoint but it just seemed like a lot of effort to save one dude who knew but the risks lot, who went in who all this jazz
0: a lot of that is mentioned in the movie though as far as NASA's budget goes cuz if they lose somebody even with the space shuttle and stuff their funding got the funding got cut back after disasters mm. and to leave a, a human on another planet that's like a
1: yeah, but then that's if you a sp- publicity
0: have- nightmare for them. Well, that's what they- I'm saying,
1: exactly. But if you have to spend the entire next year's budget to save the one guy this year, you're not gonna get another budget next year. Right? You're not gonna get more money because you went and saved him and spent all of their money. Is it? Because I mean, it's like saying, right, taxpayers, everyone, in- everyone in the U.S. has to pay a hundred dollars more of tax of this year to save him. Every single person. Because uh, you know it takes a lot of money. Like, okay, they didn't actually do anything that would involve that much money. They sent their own wasn't about of there <laughs> they didn't do that much said a lot but like it probably wasn't billions necessarily because they didn't build a whole new ship
0: yes yeah. i don't know oh. i don't know that's it's that's a tough one because you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't yes so yes i mean the heroic thing to do is try to try to get him back alive and even if you have to
1: well, it, it creates not only just a great story, but can you imagine, though, that the press saying, NASA, we, we, we accidentally left man. We bloody saved him from Mars. <laughs> That's an incredible. That is, that is, NASA, you go. like. Well, NASA gets more funding then. Yeah. Make it rain, make it rain. It was a rescue from Mars. I mean, just saying that is ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Even saving someone from the moon would be like, wow, you just saved someone from the moon. And
0: I bet, I bet you there were people on Earth that thought it was a conspiracy theory. It was, all, it was all made
1: up. It was like the moon,
0: you know, those conspiracy theories about the moon landing. Yeah. It never happened. It was filmed on a soundstage. Yeah. So you
1: never know. Yes.
0: No matter what you do, there's always going to be people that doubt what, you, what you've done. <laughs> yeah, Kind of off topic
1: there. Yeah. Um, so what did you think about the sets, the, 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 the sort of realism of them and, and the spaceship and the Martian buildings, I suppose? They were very,
0: it goes back to that realism that I talked about earlier, very small, compact, very minimal uh, for the, the habitation that they had on Mars, which made perfect sense. It's exactly how they would have to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah I think nothing pushed into science fiction, but everything had a sleeker f- future NASA feel.
0: I wouldn't even say future. I'd say it's it's well, very... Everything was
1: planet. so sleek. Like, everything was so refined. Like, you know, if you if you think back to the, the Martian base itself, I mean, it was very clean lines, very, like, you know, expensive. I guess you would only send the best to another planet, so I guess. You
0: know. Yeah. Yeah, I actually saw the... Uh, there's a floor plan online, if you look up. The Martian Hab, which I'm looking at right now. It's mm-hmm. actually very interesting to see the layout they have. It's so small and compact. Hmm like three rooms
1: yeah in, i i in the sleeping area so i got the sense of that the further we went on but i definitely thought the uh i guess the greenhouse room <laughs> was, a, was a was another another room to to the observation or the uh, science room so i guess he can you imagine though he was in such a compressed space mm-hmm. interesting
0: he scienced the shit out of that yes <laughs> yeah but yeah. i thought i thought where he where he did his thing his bio, biology thing was in a, a separate um yeah. Like off to the side, but it's actually one of the main parts of the the whole hab there. So, yeah, he, really so was... he had he had very little room for himself, which again, going by that isolation, how how can you not go crazy?
1: And not even I mean he didn't even build a you know football with a face on <laughs> himself company, didn't even do that. But then again, you know he could type to Earth. Sort of spoiler there, but. That was impressive. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's. I think it speaks to NASA's training. The fact, all the stuff that he MacGyvered together, to. Uh,
1: yeah. Super impressive. Do
0: things that weren't necess- They weren't necessarily designed for it, which is amazing. So.
1: And isn't that rover thing? Wasn't that what we just sent up? Wasn't that sort of the joke? Yeah. <laughs> the super advanced now on Mars, and it's like, no. oh yeah, we abandoned that <laughs> twenty years ago. And it's just like, oh, that's that's super high tech now. Oh. yeah yeah <laughs> speaking of the spacesuit what do you think of the spacesuit the spacesuit was amazing
0: yeah I like the spacesuit uh very sleek actually it reminds me a lot of uh the ones from Star Trek Enterprise just really?
1: different just just different helmet yeah yeah I thought that they they were more armored I felt or the the padding was more thick this is this was very sort of skin tight this was very th- th- this 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 felt like He's wearing a one-piece jumpsuit, absolute tight, with a bit of technical jiggly poker and a huge helmet. But everything is super, you know, good movement. Whereas the Enterprise, they're not movement-based. Like, you yeah, can't I, move around easily in that. This one is very uh, ideal for moving.
0: I was just talking about the the main chess piece. Let's, it reminds oh, okay. me of Enterprise. Oh, uh, but yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically, like, like you said, it's like a flight suit almost, mm. with uh, a couple straps and then the main... Uh, part at the top, so I was wondering wonder how it would keep them warm. Really,
1: well, I, hmm.
0: I'm sure that they have technology like this. Actually, if you the one picture yeah. I'm looking at here, there's shirts, they're undershirts that they have underneath the suit, mm-hmm. have um, piping through them, which is what would keep them yeah. heated. So
1: yeah, yeah, I was thinking because there's a bit where in the in the in the, um, in the film where you actually see the classic spacesuit or elder spacesuits. Mm-hmm. Space, space suits. It's interesting how that is a much thicker, much bulkier. This is clearly the shorter range, you know, deal with different environmental situations, and I like how that they're different. Um, I like that they're red or orange. They did that quite cleverly as artistic choice. There, so just Follow the colour palette, yeah. It's good. Yeah, absolutely. I love they have GoPros everywhere. That's nice, referencing real technology.
0: <laughs> as I'm sure they would. As of, yeah, exactly.
1: No, it was good. It was... It was Yeah. And and gaffer tape. Boy, do they love gaffer tape. (laughs) They're... Yeah. Everyone needs to have gaffer tape with them at all times.
0: Yeah, he repaired his helmet. Spoiler, I guess. He repaired his helmet with uh, duct tape. So,
1: Oh, is that what you call it?
0: Yeah. Duct tape over here in the real world, Samuel.
1: (laughs) Just because your country's bigger. My country's very small, so what? Yeah, it it was really interesting. Um... Yeah, that's pretty much it. What else do I have? Um, yeah, I don't know anything else that that really you know spoke out to you when you watched it.
0: No, the ending where they retrieved him was a little far fetched. Uh,
1: yeah, but then how else? I liked all the challenges. I liked I liked every step of how he did that yeah. until the bit where the plot had to be because if it just picked him up, you'd be like, oh okay.
0: <laughs> True, oh yeah, they need those. those I think we've got
1: to say the mega spoilers now because this, this, we've got to talk about the story. We've got to talk about the ending. So this, this is now the bit where we're about the about. He gets go.
0: rescued. Yay! <laughs> yeah, it would have sucked for them to go all the way slingshot around Earth, go back, add another year and a half or whatever it was to their trip. <sighs> yeah, fourteen which months. Would have sucked for them and their families, by the way. And they
1: haven't got much, they haven't got much space on that ship. You know, they really don't. Well, really, they're surrounded by space,
0: Samuel. Ha! It's the final frontier. Anyway. (laughs) No, but for them to actually do that, go back and then be almost like, what was it, 80 or 70 kilometers short? Yeah. Or too high to get them? And it's like, oh, seriously? (laughs) Could you imagine?
1: Well, no, I don't have to. I saw it, and it was dramatic. No, it was really interesting. I I loved how the tension was there, even though you knew you'd get rescued, and it was... It's one of those, you know, when they grab a hand and there's that, it's that, it's that sort of moment. But they really played it off nicely, mm-hmm. and the CG was great. Again, it didn't, if, well, part of it I saw later on is that, you know, the, um, the air, the air, or the, the airlock hatch where they actually she go, she leaves in a jetpack thing. They actually built that as a set, so everything you see of him in it and them leaving is all real. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a green anything. Uh, there's obviously green behind it. But yeah, that was all these things that just felt very real and very. They did a good job there, guys. Um, yeah, it was, yeah. And I, I love the post-ending, post-rescue. We didn't need to see them get home, but we, it was really good to see them later, to see that post, you know? That was really good.
0: Yeah, I like the way they wrapped it up. It would have been interesting to kind of hear his conversation with them on board the ship after he had, like, a nap <laughs> about how he did things. But, I mean, you have a year of travel back yeah, yeah. So exactly. These stories. One thing that kind of bugged me, actually... Um, yeah, what we of, don't what don't we like? A lot of the a lot of actors actually get really into their roles. Like Matthew McConaughey, could have you seen his body for some of his roles? He gets like down to mm-hmm. a skeleton almost. Yeah, this one, Matt Damon was apparently that thin, um, but it was actually a body double, so he wasn't he didn't really invest himself into this role. He grew a beard for one part. But, I mean, he, he didn't do the whole Matthew McConaughey thing, which is not healthy, by the way, but where you change your whole appearance. Well, but those scenes where you see him walking from behind with his... He's, like, a very, very, you know, malnourished. That so you're
1: saying it. you want Matt Damon to be malnourished? You? Yes, for yeah. his roles. Matt Damon, do it. <laughs> Come to every day weak and feeble and belly-layed lines. <laughs> Look, there's a craft table there for a reason you know, really Scott kept taking him to the craft hall saying the turkey's amazing. I mean, what do you expect him to do, okay? What do you expect? True,
0: true. But, I mean, that's the one thing that kind of bothered me was that uh, oh. I know that other actors go all out for their roles and that one, you could tell it was a body double. Because even later, after he got into
1: the suit, you could see his, like, bulk of his arm, right? It's like, seriously? But, yeah, what do you say was the worst parts of the film then? What did you least enjoy? What do you think worked least well for you? Wow. Hmm.
0: That's a tough one.
1: Mhm. It's really nitpicky stuff now, isn't it? Because it's such a strong film. I think that the membrane that he he put with the the tarp and the tape off the airlock blow up. Hmm. Uh. That wouldn't have lasted as long as it was meant to. Like, I can't see that being a hundred days worth of secure pressure. Sorry. No, I
0: agree. I agree with that. That would have been one of the things...
1: A little bit far-fetched. Like, it would have been nice, if, even if you just done two. One at the front, one at the back, to create a different pressure seal between them. But just one? like I wouldn't trust that. Especially since he's counting all the potatoes and like, oh, oh no! Yeah. yeah. Also seconds.
0: the also the end where he had to get rid of all the weight on the uh, capsule to <laughs> launch. I loved that so much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I did too. It was, it was awesome. But A, that would have been... Pain in the ass to do, and yeah,
1: but to to
0: cover it with a (laughs) tarp—that's just. I was like,
1: "What?" It's meant to be stupid, though. Why? It's meant to be like the absolute last ditch attempt, the last thing.
0: I know, I know, but
1: (sighs) jeez. But yeah, and and yeah. It was a really good film.
0: <laughs> it was. It was very good. It's hard to find things that I didn't like about it, to be honest.
1: Because it's one of those things where the uh, the high points, you know, when it, the story, you know, reaches these peaks, that's the really high moments because that's the story progression. But there's very so it doesn't. There are very few low points. You know, it's just this in, always interesting, always pacey, always you know, the slow pace works, the fast pace works. There's no boring. There's no. You that's
0: know. yeah. That's true. That, that's one thing I kind of expected going into it. I was wondering how boring is parts of this going to mm. be because
1: it's just him, right? He's but, funny though. He's really funny. He was really charismatic and interesting, and he made all these scenes. And yeah, yeah. Now I gotta ask.
0: Watching it, were you wondering what you would have been doing in those situations? Dying. Besides dying, <laughs> <laughs> I would. I gotta see myself dancing around naked to disco music, just
1: because there's no one around. Well, he so did, did. for five hundred. uh yeah. I mean. He was wearing too, He was
0: wearing clothes too often. Not that I'm don't want to see Matt Damon naked or anything. But I well, you know, did.
1: I, you did see his ass. Probably not. Well, but I mean, it wasn't his ass. It was. His, we okay. talked about this. Well, <laughs> it, it was, was like, a body double. Oh, that was the scene. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I would have tried to learn, like, to get better at chess or something, or I'd have probably read a book. But then, how much time do you spend on problems just surviving? Like, I don't think they had much leisure time. Exactly, you know, you wouldn't have any leisure time, really. Well, no, I mean, yeah, you would have a bit because it's a lot of hours in the day, and he can only really would... solve so many problems in a day. Because the fact <laughs> is, we sort probably all his major problems. Yeah. So the rest of the time, he's making sure the crops are doing well, making sure he's rationing, making sure he's exercising, staying sane. I mean, there's not, you know, he's not exploring. He's probably well, he'd probably a, a bit, but you know. I don't know. Hmm. Basically, I would like to go to Mars at some point.
0: Yes, yes. That's one thing I left this movie thinking: I want to go to Mars. I really do.
1: <laughs> or just, just you know, that that I mean, that bit at the end where she's on the jetpack, not jetpack, you know, what I mean the, the thruster suit, and she's seeing Mars. Can you imagine the majesty of flying out of your ship? Here is Mars. Mm-hmm. Nothing in front of me, apart from this little dot, and. All you've got is one piece of glass in front of your face, and you could just. That must have been, if it was real, that would have been the most incredible thing to see. You know, just Mm. just the reality of the spatial thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so quick review. Great movie. Yes. There you go.
1: I think a very, very, very solid another Ridley Scott showing that he's a really good director that just makes good films.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I missed, I missed. We needed aliens in this
1: one, though. Well, yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, all, it was also cool that they tied in the announcement that there was water, liquid mar- water on Mars, to like almost a day or so before the movie released, and and NASA actually put that off until then. So I thought it was really really good timing. And NASA's probably don't know if they did that deliberately, but spark interest about Mars.
1: Yeah. But it was genius how he got water on Mars. That was genius.
0: It was. It was dangerous.
1: But... <laughs> well, he, he had a bad first try. Anyway, so, if you had to give a film out of 10, because it's worth getting a sort of really summarized view of it, so out of 10, what would you give it?
0: Mm, I'd have to give it a 9. It was, it was Like I said, there's very little that I found wrong with it. And, uh, yeah, it was a great movie. I'm definitely going to watch it again and again and again.
1: Yeah, I would say absolutely a nine as well. Probably nine point something, but I think at that point it's just it's a really strong nine and I'd be interested to see what if there's you know the director's cut or if there's you know special especially special features that come out and, and commentaries like this this is definitely a, a DVD or a Blu ray where you just want to know everything else because it's such a well made film. Absolutely. Yeah. So well done, really scott, well done Matt Damon, well done Martian, and well done for surviving.
0: Yay. Let's give credit to Andy Weir as well for writing the book because Ooh. That's the book to be a movie. And uh, speaking of which, yeah, I do need to either read or listen to yes. the book. So, it'll probably be listened to because I don't have time to read. Me too. Alright. Well, I guess that's it for the Martian movie review, but yeah. So, I hope you guys enjoyed. Samuel, any last thoughts or anything?
1: Well, let us know what you thought of the film. If you've seen it, if you've not seen it. what you thought of the, Have you seen both the 2D and the 3D? You know, because I think it would have been a totally different experience in 2D. I think you wouldn't have the same... Yeah, we've explained it already. You will not have the same exact feel. Um, yeah, I mean, just let us know what you think. Let us know anything else you want to talk about on the podcast. We've got some ideas, but what would you like to hear us, us crazy people, talk about Odin <laughs> pretty much unedited? And i got to say, too, if you haven't seen it in 3D, see it in 3D. Yeah. If you've waited this Def- long, do. Yeah. It's
0: definitely worth it, and there's no moments that'll make you sick or anything like that. It's,
1: it's just... one of those films that it will be best in the cinema, and it'll be best in 3D. It definitely that. enhances the experience, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Is there anything else you want to bring up at all, Stuart, for this week? Well, oh, just that we need to
0: go move on to do some... We're going to be recording some mission briefings right after this. But yes. you get to see those later, guys. Uh, other than that...
1: We'll Our oh, new back. haircut. But because we have backlog, oh I'm still going to have long hair for a bit. But actually, I've got short hair, so you can sort of tell when I if you if you watch continuity of my haircut it does does change a little bit but yeah there you go that's me right now yeah mine's long needs to be cut so it'll be cut in the next few days probably but which might be 34 episodes from now (laughs) we're looking forward to the next next many weeks um and other shows we did well with the patreon guys but we have lots of other stuff we want to bring you and as always five dollars ten dollars anything you can give because we're like 360-ish now we can get five, six, seven hundred. This we can produce a lot of content for you guys, and you will love it all, all of it, every single minute, mostly.
0: Well, except for the parts where you're talking,
1: <laughs> That's so hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. You're probably the favorite of the show. I don't know. Everybody likes you. You're so dynamic, and you have you got that British accent. Well,
1: the and... the accent must win me most popular. Yeah, it I does. Again because if you guys could read his writing and his
0: spelling, it's not as good as his his, his speech. So
1: I'm eloquent and thoughtful in real life but not if I can't spell.
0: <laughs> on that note. I think yes. we'll call this a, a wrap for this episode. But okay. thank you guys for tuning in and yes. this podcast is it's a thing now. It's fun.
1: Yeah. And if you want to see more, like I say, support us on Patreon, give a donation, and let us know if you want us to continue because we've got to have a big enough audience to make it sort of worth our while because it takes a little while to do and a bit of thought and, and everything. So anyway, we're going to go film some more stuff. So enjoy the week, enjoy everything else we produce, and tune in next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started.